welcome to your weekly episode of Feed, Slay, Love. I'm your host, Catherine, and I'm so happy that you're here. Feed, Slay, Love is a podcast for busy moms who are everything for everyone. So if that's you and you ever wondered whether there's more to life, then you're in the right place. Let's dig right in. Today I want to talk a bit about getting out of our beautiful, warm and cozy comfort zone again. It's that time, post-pandemic, springtime, summer is coming. Let's get out of our comfort zone, that is. Not out of our house, right? <laughs> Just kidding. I want to talk about challenging ourselves again. Because you know what? The only way to find that spark again, the only way to generate energy, to generate happiness, to find that something in us that keeps us going and energizes us and gets us out of bed in the morning, that's our spark, that is our purpose, that's what something we're looking forward to. So we really need to challenge ourselves to get out of that comfort zone, get out of that funk, get out of that pandemic mindset and, you know, get going again. So that's what this episode is about. And yes, I hear you. The last few years have been really challenging for most of us. I mean, if you're a mom, if you have a child, if you potentially have a small child, then This was freaking hard, right? Having the kids at home, having lockdowns, being constantly worried. We've gone through all the motions, right? Fear, uncertainty, worry, anxiety and even loss, you know, for a lot of us really. We had to completely rethink life and we didn't know for how long this pandemic would last or how much worse it could get, right? But... According to the news, it's over now. So let's rejoice. This is the time to move out of our fight, flight, freeze state of the pandemic. And, you know, admittedly, I was always in one of those three stages, fight, flight or freeze. It was crazy, but there wasn't much in between those. I don't know about you, but if, you know, I can feel you nodding <laughs> in agreement. It's just been something else and it's been three years. So really, we all got into those habits. We all got into tricking our minds and really getting used to this is normal. It's normal that we're constantly anxious. It's normal that we're constantly in this kind of like panic mode or that we easily get triggered by stuff. And I don't even really remember myself before those three years. It's kind of like when you give birth and you don't really remember yourself, like your life pre-children. Thinking of my life pre-pandemic, you know, having no care in the world, like It just feels like uh, I would be on a plane. I would walk past people who are coughing or sneezing. I wouldn't even think about it, you know. And that's probably never going to come back that ease. I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, let's see. You know, as humans, we are creatures of habit. But there are things as well that I appreciate about those last three years. 
I think we learned a lot about mental health. There was a lot of mental health and well-being awareness in those past years. And you know what? I hope that we carry those learnings and those habits that we, these positive habits we learned and the insights we got, uh, that we carry those into our new world now. Um, but at the same time, with that constant fight or flight or freeze state that we were in, I feel, I mean, I certainly did, and I hear it from friends too, we lost a bit of our spark, you know, we lost that zest in life a little. And, you know, why not take this lovely springtime now and just use this time to rediscover ourselves a bit. How we've changed, how our values have changed, how our daily routines and habits have changed, and maybe... Also, our family and friendship dynamics, they have changed big time for me. And maybe we find something important that has changed for the better. Maybe our focus has shifted towards something that it hadn't, you know, before. Values, all that kind of stuff. So now it's time to figure all of that out. To really mull on it, journal on it, think about it. And that's what I want to do today. I really want to go through three key insights for me and talk to you about what do we want to keep from those COVID times? What was actually nice? I mean, aside of the disease and fear and anxiety, you know, but what was good? What was actually a shift towards positive, you know, a work-life balance kind of shift, family, you know, that kind of connecting, closer proximity kind of connections, traveling less maybe, enjoying your home more, investing in your home garden, commuting less, you know, working from home more. There were some good, good nuggets there, I think. So let's start. The first thing I want to talk about is really evaluating what worked and what didn't. So I already touched on that just now. I think we need to take a step back and we really need to look at the good and the bad, right? You know, at, at work, there's this kind of like... Um, at the end of the year or beginning of a new year, we do this start, stop, continue analysis or like a 360 feedback you give to someone else, a coworker, and you suggest something to them, start, stop, continue and evaluate kind of like what they, you know, really should start, stop or continue. Let's do this on ourselves now. What would you start again? What would you restart from the pre-pandemic times that you couldn't do during the pandemic? And what would you stop doing that you had to do during the pandemic, but you don't want to carry on? I mean, face masks, anyone? Um, and what has really worked for you and you want to continue doing? So I mentioned a few examples already. Um, I never imagined myself working from home full time. I am like, I used to love this, like going to the office you know, going for lunch with people, like doing some shopping and lunch break. I mean, I used to work um, pre-pandemic. I lived in London uh, for over a decade. So I was based near Covent Garden with the office. I loved seeing my colleagues every day. I loved going for lunch with them, coffee breaks, discover new coffee shops, new restaurants, doing a little, you know, retail therapy in, the, in my breaks or after work and that kind of stuff. But I do think like the commute was really bugging me and especially once I had my daughter and 
had to pick her up on time from kindergarten in the evenings and like it it became quite a bit of rushing and really stressful so I did try to work from home pre-pandemic like a day every two weeks or something and that felt like mega luxury but during the pandemic I relocated to Germany uh, where I was still in my London job but based in Germany employed at the German office of our company and basically 100% working from home which was great when you didn't want to meet people and you didn't want to commute during the pandemic but now coming out of it I do feel a little isolated sometimes so yes I do miss connecting with colleagues and you know now that travel is fine again I want to be at least in the London office more regularly but actually you know what I want to continue this working from home most of the time because it really helps me now that I'm a single mom. I became single during the pandemic as well, had a divorce. Um, So now as a single mom, you know, post-pandemic or not, I can carve out a little bit more of me time instead of being in a commute, you know, like I can do a bit of an exercise or, um, you know, go for a walk or whatever. Um, instead of being on a packed tube where surely I could meditate as well. But, you know, I prefer meditating on my balcony. Thank you. (laughs) So what I really feel like I need to stop or decrease is uh, speaking to friends virtually. So I want to continue being, you know, working from home most of the time. I want to stop having these virtual catch-ups with my really good friends. I mean, yes, the friends who live abroad... Of course, I want to stay in touch with them. I don't want to cut them off because they are far away um, and I can only catch up with them virtually. But the friends who are nearby, I really need to start making that effort to see them often face to face. And we got into this habit. And I mean, you know, if you know me um, and if you hear me, I love talking. So we've got into this habit of doing voice messages all the time to chat between friends. And it's lovely, it's more personal than, and you get more of a vibe and everything than um, just texting. But at the same time, you lose that connection somehow, like that direct reaction to things. You know, you just basically, like I call it podcasts to my friends, like podcast over kind of thing, you know, when I finish a voice message. Because I'm literally sending them something like a dump of my thoughts and and they can't interfere. Like they can respond then in their own, you know, little podcast basically. But we can't really interact, see each other's like reactions and stuff. And, and I think, you know, even just giving a hug to a friend, like catching up, seeing each other's emotions and stuff. It's so valuable. So that's definitely something I want to start again. Are you with me on those? Um, we are on evaluating what worked and what didn't and start, stop, continue. You guys need to do this. Just think about one or two things each for your start, stop and continue post pandemic. What would you carry over from pandemic times? What would you start? What would you stop? What's a no go? What did you absolutely not like aside from the fear, the loss, the, you know, worry, all those kind of things. And what would you want to continue that, you know, you can be in control a bit and not just let these things like just carry over or happen. Like you're in control of your life, you know, you can consciously shape your life. Just say what you liked and what you didn't. And then, you know, get back into the saddle. Next point two of this podcast is rediscovering your spark. Oh my God, 
many of us, me included, really got stuck and lost our spark in these unprecedented times. All that anxiety and that craving for safety, right? Like that really led us or made us retreat. I mean, we're humans, right? We are, aren't we cave people or something like that? It's so much added stress and this default that we have as humans of creating that comfort zone, that nesting, you know, as mums do so well. We just wanted to be safe in our homes, you know. I still, like, well, actually not still, but like, I think it's only been a week or two ago that I removed the antiviral hand foam from my entrance area of my flat. <laughs> and it was always there for all visitors to use, please, when they enter my home, my safety comfort zone. And I mean, that's crazy, right? We, we were so, and I mean, I'm crazy. I'm not saying you're crazy, but certainly I am uh, with, that fa with, that, with that hand foam. Um, but honestly, We craved safety, you know. There were enough stresses. There was, there was enough going on. But that kind of stuff, that constant anxiety, that retreating to being at home, that lack of inspiration, like even just, like I love my London commute for the inspiration of fashion and, you know, even books and adverts and like whatever, like just seeing what the next person reads on the commute or the, the adverts on the tube in London, theater, movies like it, nothing was there like I would come home inspired and being like oh my god we need to go to the movies and oh my god I need to buy this book you know and oh my god this lady was wearing this like these trousers and I'm oh what a great summer look and like I mean I know this is all a bit superficial and stuff but that kind of gave me that little bit of like you know zest and um and even speaking to people in the office where they're going on holidays and stuff you get so much inspiration that we missed out on and it's not just about that external um inspiration but also just the own energy like that feeling for my energy just being in different situations all the time being around different people being outside in different weather <laughs> you know like not doing any of that and just being in my safety net of my own home, that kills your spark a little bit, doesn't it? I mean, it did for me. Um, so yeah, there wasn't much adventure, there wasn't much challenge and there wasn't much, you know, growth unless like, I mean, I sat down, I had a high performance coach over like the last winter for six months, like weekly coaching and you know, journaling and high, like super high intensity um, training. But that didn't give me my spark. That gave me growth. But then I still didn't have that sparring in real life, you know, with real people like, you know, those like just little interactions with people. Yes, I would go to the supermarket a couple times a week. But like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm an extreme case thinking about it and speaking out loud. But I hope there's someone out there who relates to this. <laughs> But I really didn't get much. Like, I didn't go out much. I have a five-year-old daughter. I'm a single mom, work 100% from home. My office is basically in another country. So, you know, not much spark. And that Prince Charming did not land on my sofa any evening ever 
throughout those last, you know, years. And um, Netflix also didn't really bring my spark up. So, you know, what gives? We got to get out. We got to do that a bit, you know. So how do we get that spark back? One way, you know, is obviously to push yourself a little. Get out of that comfort zone. Do something that makes you feel alive again. I've been doing some fun, like, adrenaline-inducing things. I mean, I'm not only speaking about my recent trip to Disneyland, where I did, you know, a lot of rides with my daughter, <laughs> which was high adrenaline. Even the Dumbo one, you know, was intense for me. If you've been there, you know what I mean. <laughs> but um, but I've also gone to um, um, a leadership coaching training in Switzerland in January, and I had to walk over... Um, hot coal like literally just putting off the fire it was still like orange red fiery hot freaking coal I walked over two meters of it I mean yes I burned my feet a little but you kind of get trained before our coach was amazing it was um, this super c-suite coach he coached us literally through it Uh, we all survived it. And guess what? Some of the guys actually went back for more. They went another round and another round because it gave them that adrenaline kick that we all craved so much, right? Doing this in January, honestly, in the middle of kind of like Berlin winter. Um, I'm based in Berlin. It's cold in Berlin in January. This, it was like, it gave me new life and it opened my eyes to the world again. I was literally like, oh my God, I have things in me. I didn't tickle. I didn't wake up for such a long time. You know, spike that adrenaline a little bit, live a little. So whatever it is for you, whether it is, you know, going on a backpacking trip, now that traveling is easy again, doing a dare with friends, just silly stuff. Or go to that concert where you can just feel the music again in your veins, you know. Raise your energy. Go for that spike of adrenaline. It's it not an ongoing adrenaline junkie kind of thing, you know. Don't quit your job and just go bungee jumping nonstop. But I'm just saying, you know, we all got a bit too comfortable with our comfort zones. And we forgot that actually... We also crave that other side a little bit. We crave that adrenaline. We crave that courage, like going over our limits or what we think our limits are. Feeling that joyous side of life, that spark, that zest, you know, I've been speaking about. So let's swing the other way a little bit, you know. Rediscover by just making yourself dare a little bit more you know feel that courage you got it in you my last point number three is bringing together the best of both worlds now we talked about what we liked and what we didn't like during pandemic times and our own evaluation our start stop continue of the pandemic and you know we have to carry our learnings make this like a tidying up end of campaign type of exercise you business ladies you know what I'm talking about this is an end of campaign review you know <laughs> where you just look at what worked for me what didn't and let's close that chapter but take the good learnings with us take that awareness for mental health and well-being with us and that closeness with our family and neighbors and like you know whatever it is for you 
The second point was to swing the other way a little. Or a lot, if you want to rediscover your spark, dare, find your courage, feel that music, live a little again, you know, get that spark back. Just go the other way. Get out of that comfort zone. Get out of your house, you know. Stop meeting your neighbors every evening on your terrace. Like, just meet someone else. Go out, go to a party. Like, just get some fresh air, fresh blood, fresh everything, you know, fresh vibes. And I don't mean, mean fresh blood in any inappropriate way, just saying. So lastly, third point, let's bring together the best of those bo both worlds. The pre-pandemic, post-pandemic kind of worlds and the pandemic world. You know, as I said, we have learned so much about well-being and about mindfulness in the past years. It's really, you know, the spark and the mindfulness, bringing them together, the push for higher performance and awareness of not burning the candle from both ends, you know, pushing and relaxing, bring them together. You can do both, you know. We can grow, we can perform, we can climb the career ladder, we can take on a challenge, we can go on that exciting trip or take that course, learn that instrument, learn that language we always wanted to. We can challenge ourselves. The time is now. But we've also grown through the pandemic, you know. We just need to do it mindfully this time around. We now know what burnout feels like or what it can feel like. We now know what exhaustion can feel like. We have learned and we have that experience from those pandemic times, you know. We know what it feels like to have a bad immune system, you know. So let's now do what lights that spark in us. But let's not rush it or just squeeze it in. Let's really be in the moment, feel it, do it, embrace it, do it wholeheartedly. But balance and not flat out balance, you know, like, you know, when, when you're alive, right? And you have that heartbeat monitor in hospital, like it goes really up, it spikes up and it spikes down. You don't want to have balance like in the middle. You know what that means if your heartbeat monitor is just flat in the middle? Well, it means you're dead. So we don't want to have that kind of balance. We want to have that heartbeat balance of spiking up, spiking down. Have the full adrenaline, a fun experience. Do something for ourselves. Take me time. Do some fun stuff with the girls. Do some fun stuff with the kids, with your partner. You know, have these experiences. But have the balance that spike downwards the other way. Mindfulness, journaling, relaxing, exercise, healthy nutrition, you know, good sleep. Swing both ways. Have your heart beat, you know, and rest. Go up and go down, but don't just fall into that middle dead zone, flat balance, comfort zone. That's not what we want. So my message to you today, live a little. Live a little again. You know, what sparks joy? What is something pre-pandemic even that you wanted to do and you didn't get around doing it? Because you, you know, the pandemic hit and kind of ruined all of our freaking plans. Get that plan back out. Go for it. The time is now. 
And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. For any feedback, thoughts, or if you want to be part of this podcast, submit a question or be a guest on my show, please contact me via the below contact details. Lastly, a quick disclaimer. This podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and education only, and it's not a replacement for therapy. If you need help, please seek the advice of your doctor or therapist.